With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Rifles that one to Mims, and that's a foot race. He's gonna win. Touchdown, Baylor. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Five straight games, Anthony, where he's got a touchdown catch of over 20. That's into the middle of that line, and it's a touchdown. Big return for Crowder, 85 yards. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and who that's <laughs> the Q-inator. Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like a Jet One. And it's Wednesday, which means it's time for midweek with Manish. Manish Meta covering the Jets for the New York Daily News. Hey, Manish, what's going on, sir? Hey, we're back on schedule. I was missing midweek with Manish. You know, I hate using my name, so I hate using the third person, <laughs> but uh, it has a, you know a ring to it, I guess. <laughs> well, now that training camp is over, we could do this on Wednesdays again because we're obviously doing it on the off days. But now we know exactly who's going to be on the roster. Don't have to go through training camp and guess anymore. 53-man roster announced as well as the practice squad. Any surprises here, Manish? Well, you know, I, I don't know if it's a, a surprise that the Jets have five quarterbacks on their roster, you know, three on the 53 and then two David Fails and Mike White on the practice squad, but it is unusual. Uh, I, I believe that the Buccaneers also have five quarterbacks. Not sure if anybody else does, but the, <clears throat> look, the Jets are making the the best of a less than ideal circumstance with Joe Flacco not expected to be ready for a few weeks. So, in essence, what they're doing is <clears throat> they're using the expanded practice squad, which now allows 16 players instead of 10. Uh, six of those 10. Uh, allows players who were ineligible in the past. And David Fells would qualify as one of those guys who would not have been permitted on the practice squad in past years. Uh, and, and they're essentially having both Fails and White on the practice squad uh, 
you know, during the week, and then you can bring these guys up for game day, and that's the Jets' plan. Have one of those guys come up to be the number two quarterback behind Sam Darnold against the Bills, because even though obviously the Jets are bullish on James Morgan, they don't believe that he's ready to be a backup quarterback right now. And I think that's fair. The guy needs a lot, you know, more seasoning, more time. Uh, perhaps it would have been different if there was a normal off season and a full spring for James Morgan, but it's a lot to ask uh, for him. And I don't think it'd be in the best interest of the team, frankly, for him to be the number two quarterback right out of the shoot. So the Jets will elevate either Fails or White to be the number two against the Bills. And then because of the new rules this year, uh, that quarterback can be put uh, directly back onto the practice squad after the game without having to go through the waiver process. Uh, and the Jets can do that twice for each of those quarterbacks. So in theory, they've got four weeks where they could have David Fales or Mike White as the backup quarterback uh, if it takes Joe Flacco a little bit longer to come back. Because right now, the expectation is that he would miss two or three games. But the Jets' schedule is a little odd, as you know, Scott, in that they're playing Denver in week four on a short week. So maybe a conservative approach would be for Flacco to miss those first four games uh, you know, maybe he comes back after two, but it gives the Jets a little bit of wiggle room because of these new rules on the practice squad. Based on what you see of the roster now, and there could be some tinkering here and there over the next couple of days and weeks, what do you think the record is going to be realistically? Yeah, you know, that's a question that everyone's asking this time of year. Uh, all fans are talking amongst themselves, and you and I are discussing it now. I initially thought that they would be 7-9, well, and nine, Eight and eight. Uh, that was back in the spring. I think that may have been when the schedule initially came out. Obviously, things have changed because Jamal Adams is no longer on the team. C.J. Mosley is no longer on the, on the team, uh, and there is uncertainty at, at quarterback. Even though we kind of knew that at the time, a few months back. Uh, I, I think you know, given all of those realities and the fact that they are playing uh, a much more difficult schedule on paper, at least facing the AFC and NFC West divisions. I think six or seven wins is is fair. Uh, if things go really well for them, maybe eight wins. But you know, if you're going to pin me down to a prediction, you know, I'll say seven and nine. Uh, I'll be a little bit more optimistic than I was, let's say, yesterday, because yesterday I thought there'd be a six and ten team. But I'll settle in at seven and nine. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that's uh, that's obviously not good enough, and that would be a tenth consecutive year without making the playoffs. But uh, seven and nine seems fair to me, maybe even a little bit optimistic. And if the Jets are going to exceed expectations in 2020, a big part of that is going to be because of the defense. Greg Williams, one of the most respected defensive coordinators in the league, did a great job last year. And there's a gentleman who I think most Jets fans are familiar with that knows a thing or two about defense that you had the opportunity to talk to, Manish, and he believes that the Jets' defense may very well be better than people expect, precisely because he believes in Greg Williams. Uh, yes, you're right. Uh, I did talk to somebody that I have a great deal of respect for. Jet fans are uh, very familiar with him. And, you know, when I want to talk about defense uh, and breaking down defenses, uh, Rex Ryan is a guy that uh, I typically go to uh, simply because he's, you know, for my money, one of the best defensive minds in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years prior to him getting out of the NFL. <clears throat> but, yeah, Rex had a lot of uh, complimentary things to say about Greg. We obviously talked about losing C.J. Mosley, specifically about trading away Jamal Adams. And, uh, you know, he said a few interesting things. Uh, you know, Greg's versatility, ingenuity, creativity is not just something that reporters talk about. It's not just something that fans see on game days. It's something that 
uh, other coaches have a great deal of respect for. And, and Rex had told me back when he was coaching the Ravens, uh, the Jets, uh, later the Bills, when he was trying to figure out how to attack uh, opposing offenses, he would see how a uh, Greg Williams defense was attacking them on film. He would see how Dick LeBeau was attacking them. Those are the two guys that he specifically mentioned to me as guys that he had uh, such a great deal of admiration and respect for simply because they, they thought outside of the box and they didn't uh, do things that were you know predictable on paper because any good offensive mind will be able to counter something that's obvious. And Greg Williams does things that are far from obvious, and that uh, certainly has gained Rex Ryan's attention through the years. So uh, I thought it was interesting when he said that uh, having Greg Williams on this team gives the Jets a chance to be successful this year. And Rex was uh, you know, fairly optimistic about how this team would do. I said 7-9. to nine. I didn't ask him for a prediction. But uh, he thought they were you know, not only in great hands, as he put it, with Greg Williams as the defensive coordinator, but he was optimistic about Sam Darnold. Uh, and you know I, I don't I don't get an opportunity to watch uh, that ESPN show on Sunday mornings, typically uh, when when Rex is on. So I I know that uh, you know he's talked about Sam Darnold, he's talked about Daniel Jones, Josh Allen, all the young quarterbacks in the area, and uh, and he said, look, he prefaced by by saying you know, Mark Sanchez wasn't nearly as bad as some people may have thought, but Sam Darnold is a legitimate player and the best quarterback that this team has had in a very long time. He's very high on Sam Darnold. And quite frankly, you know, Rex said something that you know, I have said, and I, I know that other people uh, have said for a long time, you know, before Sam Darnold came into the league, which is it is hard not to be successful on some level if you have a franchise quarterback. Now, we don't definitively know Sam Darnold is a franchise quarterback. I think he is, and I think time will show that. But if he is indeed uh, you know, a high caliber player at that position, the Jets are going to find success. And I don't know if success means making uh, the AFC Championship game this year, winning the Super Bowl uh, year after year, uh, or you know, making the playoffs this year, or simply being in playoff contention every year. But I think the Jets will find a fair measure of success with Sam Darnold. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be with Sam Darnold as a 23-year-old, but over time, I think we will find that the Jets will turn things around because I do believe that he's a franchise quarterback. And as Rex said, it's, it's very hard not to, to be successful if you have one of those. Manish, that's one of the stories that you have in the Daily News right now. It's all about talking to Rex Ryan and what he thinks of the Jets' defense and Greg Williams. You can check that out. But you could also check out Manish's story on what actually happened with Logan Ryan. Now, to be fair, a lot of people have said that this story was a miss. But I have to point out one more time, Chris Nimbley on this show said he heard the exact same thing. Mike Garofalo and Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, who are both very credible, said they had heard the same thing at the time. So it's not like you could accuse Manish of pulling this out of nowhere, regardless of the fact that Logan Ryan ended up not signing with the Jets. There's a story behind that, and it seems like, Manish, part of the story here is that the Jets thought they had a deal done, took their foot off the gas pedal, and then more or less allowed Logan Ryan to rethink things. Is that pretty much your understanding of the situation? Uh, yeah, it's, it's very peculiar. Uh, it's odd because in May, the Jets were negotiating with Logan Ryan. People in the organization flat out told me that they believed that Logan Ryan was going to sign uh, for 2020. So in essence, they were, they were going to sign, a one-year, sign him to a one-year deal. And then on May 12th, uh, 
I wrote a story reflecting that, saying that people in the organization believed the Jets were going to sign Logan Ryan to a one-year deal. That was on May 12th. My understanding, uh, you know, in the ensuing months, uh, I have come to find out from, te- uh, from people in the organization that that story caused a, a strange response from Joe Douglas. He responded to that story by essentially halting the talks between Logan Ryan and the Jets for an extended amount of time. Uh, it's not like a you know one day off and then you know you you pick things back up because again, I, I thought the Jets were rounding third base with Logan Ryan in May because people in the organization told me that, and they were told that for a specific reason because that was the truth. That was what was happening. And then for whatever reason, when my story came out on May twelfth. Uh, Joe Douglas decided to to stop things, press the pause button, and press the pause button for an extended amount of time. Now, Joe Douglas was asked about this uh, earlier in the week, and he said that uh, both sides couldn't come to a middle ground, and uh, he later uh, picked up conversations, I believe, I I don't remember the exact wording, but he later picked up conversations uh, after my story came out. Uh, The reality is that when the Jets circled back uh, with Logan Ryan's camp uh, to restart substantive talks, you know, not just, you know, idle chatter, but substantive talks. Months had gone by. At that point, Logan Ryan had it made up in his mind. He wanted to go to a stable organization with a coach that he was familiar with. That's why he signed with the Giants and Joe Judge. Joe Judge was with the Patriots when Logan Ryan was there for four years. You know, we can have a different conversation about whether it was a good decision to want Logan Ryan, whether he fits in the defense, whether he doesn't. I think he makes perfect sense because he's very flexible in terms of playing in the slot, playing outside, playing as a safety. And obviously the Jets and Joe Douglas felt that because they were closing in on a deal with him. So for whatever reason, uh, that's how things unfolded with the Jets and Logan Ryan. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. 
The Jets didn't sign Logan Ryan, and they didn't attempt to sign Jadavian Clowney despite the fact that they had a ton of cap space to try and do it if they wanted to. Now, there are conflicting reports, obviously. Some people have said that Jadavian Clowney is not a Joe Douglas guy. Others have said that Douglas is looking to roll over cap space for next year because he realizes that the Jets are in year one of the rebuild. No reason to spend big money this year where you can roll it over for next year. Go get free agents when you're in a better spot to try and do that and compete next year when you're deeper into the rebuild. They've got these draft picks coming their way. So that's what a lot of people have said. And it makes a lot of sense if you think about it because let's be honest, even if they sign Jadavian Clowney, odds are they're not going to be great this year. But my theory has always been, take a shot, it's a one-year deal, you might have a chance to make the playoffs. That ship is sailed, although they were never really in it. So there have been conflicting reports about the fact that the Jets have all this cap space. And Joe Douglas himself said at the press conference that he is under no restrictions by ownership to spend. You've heard that said by other members of the media as well. And it sounds like a plausible story for exactly the reason that I just said. So I'm not saying that it's not true. But Manish, you believe you have information that contradicts that. What is it? I, I've said, I don't know, for months now, uh, maybe even dating back to the beginning of free agency. I, I'd have to look back in my notes, but certainly for what, four or five months, maybe even longer, that the Jets had cash flow restrictions during free agency. That's why the Jets ultimately signed these middling free agency, second and third tier guys to one-year deals or a few guys to three-year deals that are essentially one-year deals. Now, Connor McGovern's deal is a three-year deal, which is essentially a two-year deal, but by and large, the bulk of these free agent signings have been one-year or de facto one-year deals because there was a tight budget. And if you have a tight budget and you have a lot of holes to fill, uh, the math will tell you you can't just sign two or three big names because you're not going to have enough money to bring in uh, other players to fill all the holes. So in order to fill the holes best, you sign these guys to relatively cheap deals. So that's what Joe Douglas did. Uh, everybody around the NFL knows this. I, I understand. I, I can't speak to anybody else's reporting. Uh, I just know what's the truth. I know what's reality. Uh, and I know that Joe Douglas and other people in the Jet organization have been discussing these cash flow limitations for quite some time. They have said that they needed to, you know, take a you know, creative pass, if you will, or alternate pass, if you will, to, to fill some of these holes that are important, you know, offensive line, uh, secondary, and, and that's what's happened. And I think that if you just look at how things have unfolded, uh, their actions speak louder than words. So it doesn't particularly matter what is said in a press conference because you're never going to have a general manager, whether it's Joe Douglas or you know any general manager, uh, publicly say, yes, my boss did not give me adequate funds to get the players I need. That's just not practical. It's not reality. No one, no one in that position is going to say that. But uh, the Jets have $31 plus million in salary cap space. Only two teams have more than they do. They saved... Uh, or I, I guess one way of putting it is that they got a 20 plus million dollar uh, windfall in cash over the last five or six weeks by cutting Brian Winters, by giving Avery Williamson a massive pay cut, and by having C.J. Mosley opt out. You know, they essentially paid uh, I don't remember what it was, 150 thousand or whatever it is for opt out guys, but uh, the bulk of uh, all the money they owed C.J. Mosley is essentially saved for this year. So they saved a ton of money. They have a lot of salary cap space. They chose, as you said, not to pursue Jadavian Clowney. They ultimately did not sign Logan Ryan. 
Uh, they did not seriously pursue Yannick Ngakwe, and Scott, as you and I have talked about, that would also require giving up draft capital. But they saved all this money because they want to make a run at signing big names in free agency in 2021. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that if you're honest with the fan base, you know, if you're forthright with the fan base. And there's a million different ways you can massage that publicly. Uh, I also know that Joe Douglas does not believe that the Jets are particularly close to being a real contender. Uh, those things are not mutually exclusive. You can have financial restrictions and still believe that you're not close to being a playoff contender. So that being said, you know, Joe Douglas rolled out the underdog card, said that there's a lot of angry guys in the building because people are not predicting the Jets to make the playoffs. Uh, it's a rally the troops type of mentality. Uh, I understand what he's doing, so I don't fault him for that at all. I just think that and I, I've said this before on this podcast as well, Scott, it's not his fault that he inherited a roster that needed upgrades. It's, all, it's also not his fault that ownership gave him a relatively conservative budget this year. However, he does have to be held accountable and responsible for how he has communicated and try to navigate through some of these difficult situa- situations. You shouldn't deny that there are shortcomings and there are areas that he needs to get better, and there are mistakes that he made this offseason. But those are areas that you know others think he can get better at. Frankly, I think he can improve at that as well. So you want to be fair to him. I think if you're looking at it subjectively, it's probably a mixed bag, probably 50-50 in terms of things that were good that he did this offseason and things that he made clear mistakes on. To be clear, you could have cash restrictions on you and still not want to spend because you think that it's better to save that money and roll it over. So it could be a combination of both here. But either way, we know that the Jets decided not to spend big, and that's ultimately what the path is going to be. Now, whether that works out for the best, we're going to find out over the next couple of years. But that is the path they're taking, for better or worse. And fingers crossed, hopefully, Joe Douglas is able to use that cap space next year to bring in some players that can help this team over the long haul. Last order of business, Manish, and I don't really want to spend too much time on this, but you did have a story in the Daily News about the Jets holding virtual-only meetings during training camp and throughout the offseason, whereas other teams had done some in-person meetings. I spoke to some people, and they disagreed with some of the assertions that you had in the story. The ventilation part of this, for example, they said that they knew nothing about that. The assertion that the Johnsons are cheap, despite the fact that they put all of the players up in a hotel all throughout training camp. They basically bought out the hotel. The assertion that Gase was using this to avoid being face-to-face with players. I was told that that wasn't true either. And then, of course, finally, the fact that a lot of the players seem to prefer this. In fact, Henry Anderson went on record and said that he preferred it. But that doesn't mean that he speaks for everybody because, obviously, Connor McGovern did say that he missed doing in-person meetings. So you can read the story and you can come to your own conclusions. It's not something that I think is that big of a deal, but I know that it was something that you worked hard on, so I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about it really quickly. And then if you're listening to this, you can go to the Daily News yourself, check out the story, and decide what you believe. Make up your own mind. Right, just to familiarize people or just tell them about it for the first time if they haven't... uh read the story, the Jets were the only team in the NFL not to hold in-person player-coach meetings during training camp. So all of their player-coach meetings were held virtually. I contacted representatives, uh, whether it was coaches, front office, uh, public relations officials, from all of the 31 other teams. 
and for most teams, multiple people on each team, uh, to find out that most teams are doing a combination of both. I think it was 19 teams are doing a combination of virtual and in-person learning, and 12 teams, I believe, were uh, essentially exclusively in-person meetings. So there's obviously value in in-person learning. And I think anybody, uh, you know, take football out of the equation, anybody, any teacher will tell you that, yes, you can be productive in in uh, virtual learning, but the preference is in-person, face-to-face uh, teaching. I was told by many people that Adam Gase does not like meetings in general. Uh, I think that's actually a well-known fact inside the organization and in the places that Adam Gase has been throughout his career. Uh, there's also, as you mentioned a minute ago, uh, a financial element to it. And uh, speaking to teams across the league, the most conservative estimates I got in terms of what it might cost to you know, revamp some of the areas inside a, a, a building was about a million dollars. That's the most conservative. It gets much higher than that. The Jets have a 224,000-square-foot facility, 27 acres. They have ample space to socially distance. Uh, they could hold meetings in person in the field house, which is an 80,000-square-foot field house, like an airport hangar, essentially, and uh, they chose not to do that. Uh, the cost to make upgrades would be much greater uh, to overhaul various components of the facility, much greater than it would be to rent out rooms, uh, hotel rooms during a pandemic, you know, conservatively, I, I would think it's, I don't know, probably 10 to 15% cost to do that versus actually paying what it would take to overhaul uh, a facility uh, to make it compliant in terms of air filtration and ventilation. But again, nobody wants to be bogged down by that, uh, by all those details. Adam Gase did say that they were going to go in person uh, now that the season is underway. Uh, he said that you know, the sheer volume of players was a factor for him. But in any case, the Jets are going in person now. Uh, they had their reasons for being literally the only team in the National Football League to not hold in-person meetings. Everybody else in the National Football League believed that there was value in that. Clearly, the Jets did not see that value. And so that was the point of the story. I thought that put the Jets at a disadvantage. The Jets obviously disagree. Manish Mehta covering the Jets for the New York Daily News. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. As always, you've got plenty going on in the Daily News, including that Rex story. So everybody should go read that one, right? Yeah. I mean, Rex is a, an honest guy. He also gets into uh, the Jamal Adams trade and what Greg Williams can do to mitigate that loss. He seems to think that uh, Greg has a sharp enough mind, and I agree, to you know do some creative things uh, to keep the Jets as efficient as they were a year ago, despite losing both Jamal Adams and C.J. Mosley. Go ahead and read Manish in the Daily News and follow him on Twitter. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.